KYW Original Podcasts. This is a Flashpoint Extra. I'm Flashpoint host, Cherry Gregg. Flashpoint is sponsored by the Gift of Life donor program, Organ Donors Save Lives. Register today at DonorsOne.org. Hey, everybody. I hope that you are safe and healthy during these uncertain times. And it's one of the reasons why I wanted to bring you this interview. DJ Jazzy Jeff, he is known for his soulful sounds and his longtime collaboration with the one and only Will Smith. Memes of them, social distance pounding from back in the day on Fresh Prince and Bel Air, they still make me crack up and they resurface. You got to love it. But in this interview, DJ Jazzy Jeff, he's getting serious. He just recovered from a bout with COVID-19. He's done limited interviews on this subject, but decided to speak out in his hometown after seeing the disparities. Black people are outpacing whites when it comes to deaths from the coronavirus. And he has a message for high-risk communities like his own. Take a listen. Thank you so much for doing this interview. I appreciate it. Yeah, and just before this interview, you were like DJing live on Instagram. Yes, listen, that was a last minute thing that I wanted to try out. Um, and it was 15,000 people, which I am absolutely shocked that I just played some music for 30 minutes, made people hopefully digest their lunch a little bit better. But yeah, I'm, I'm loving it right now. Yeah, and people love it. It's like people coming together online. And you look well. You look like you're doing much better. Oh, I am. I am so much better. Thank God. Um, it was definitely a scary period, um, which I think is one of the reasons why I've been so much of an advocate of making sure that people practice social distancing and do what they need to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how many days has it been before? Because this started, your whole saga with the coronavirus, COVID-19, started how long ago? Oh, man, maybe about a month ago, mm-hmm. um, a complete month ago. And it was a really, really hectic, I would like to say, it might be even a little longer than a month, but it was a really hectic 10 to 12 days mm-hmm. um, before you started to kind of feel like, okay, I think I'm coming out of this and I think I might be okay. Um, and then just, you know, me getting my appetite back and gaining the weight that I lost, which, you know, is never a bad thing, mm-hmm. um, but just really getting my oxygen and my wind back because, um, you know, I had pneumonia in both of my lungs because of the disease, which yeah. really affected your breathing. And you don't realize until once you're well and you go for that walk and you're trying to figure out why you're tired and out of breath. So I've been slowly but getting myself, you know, back in shape. Yeah. And so let's go back to when you first got sick, because it just achy. You you didn't know immediately I've got the Rona, so to speak. No, no. Like um, it was funny because I came home from my last show and I was going to be off for about three weeks, which I was kind of excited. But I also realized that they started you know, talking about that they were going to possibly close some stuff. I went to my wife and I said, you know what? We need to go to the store and basically fill a house up with food. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, and while we were at the store, because this was beating everybody to the punch, but while we were at the store, we got a message that Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson contacted Corona, that the NBA was shutting down, um, that literally everything went haywire while we were at the store. So we were 
basically happy and blessed because, you know, we had pretty much, you know, she kept saying, like, can you imagine what it's going to be like tomorrow? But while we were at the store, I looked at my wife and I said, you know what? I don't feel well. And she said, what's wrong? And I said, you know, I just feel a little achy. Mm-hmm. So she was like, just go home and get in the bed. And I went home and I got in the bed and I almost barely don't remember the next 10 days. You know, I was just achy. Like, I really felt like, okay, I'm coming down with the flu. Yeah. But it was a different kind of flu, you know, just aches and pains. And, you know, I would go to sleep and I could swear that I was sleeping for about 12 hours. Mm-hmm. And I would wake up and I had been sleep for seven minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was in a deep sleep and dreaming and hallucinating. Um, and my wife started to say that um, I woke up one time and she was looking at me. And I looked at her and asked why she was looking at me so strange. And she said, I know how you breathe. I know how you sleep. And I know how you snore. And none of that is normal. Yeah. Uh, and she checked my temperature. Um, my temperature was 103. And she was like, nope, let's go. And went to the doctor. And they basically gave me a, a, a flu test. Mm-hmm. You know, because they weren't even really testing like that for Corona. Mm-hmm. And came back. Um, And she said, I need to give you a chest x-ray. And then she came back and she looked at me and she said, listen, you have pneumonia in both of your lungs. I'm going to prescribe you some heavy antibiotics. If you feel one ounce worse, I need you to go straight to the emergency room because this is very serious. Um, And I went home and I went through it. I went through it for a good four or five days, you know, until the antibiotics kind of kicked in. Mm -hmm. Um, But I didn't eat. I didn't have any appetite. didn't have any... Um, sense of smell, any sense of taste. Um, and it was about four days before my wife brought me some soup and, and I ate it and I could tell my appetite was going back. But it was a, it was a really dark four days. I started to worry a, a, a little bit in those four days. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Was there a moment? And, I've, and I think I had that Rona. I was sick for two weeks. I couldn't move. Yep. Um, I call it that Rona because it sounds less scary. Yeah. <laughs> um, to me, you know, but everybody I talked to and I've interviewed so many people who have this and they said that there was a moment in there where they thought this might take me out and they never felt that way. Did you have Absolutely. that moment? <clears throat> Absolutely. Um, thank God. I had two moments like that. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I was about to break down, my wife walked into the room and she looked at me and she pulled me right out. But I went through a period that I was like, you know, I have had an extremely blessed life and traveled and seen so much stuff. And I was like, I cannot believe this is how I'm going out. Mm -hmm. Like, wow, this is crazy. You know, you you would have never thought that it would be that. But thank God, you know, she walked in the room and she would not let me go into that dark place. Yeah. But it's definitely real because, you know, I've never felt like that. You know, I've never felt, I've been sick. I've never been sick like that. That was a little bit different that I can tell you. I've had the flu. I've had pneumonia. And that wasn't either one of those. Yeah. That Rona is real. And so how was it? How's your family, first of all? Your wife, everybody okay? Um, yeah. My wife lost her sense of taste and smell for about two days. Mm-hmm. She didn't have any other symptoms. My kids were completely fine. I got nervous because I gave it to my mother-in-law and she got really sick. 
Um, and then, you know, and, and you're beating yourself down because, you know, I, I'm realizing that I'm the culprit. Mm -hmm. So, you know, thank God she pulled through. Everybody is fine. But I am really shook right now. Like, for the very first time since I've been sick, I went out two days ago and I went to the store. And it was anxiety like I've never had. Like, I wanted to tell my wife to turn around and take me back home. Um, because... You know, the, I think the thing that scares me is the unknown. Yeah. You know, I don't know if you can get it twice mm -hmm. because I've heard reports that you can. I heard reports that you can't. Um, I've heard reports that people that had it, they got tested 30 days after no symptoms and everything was cool and the test came back positive. So now I'm afraid because I don't want to give it to anybody. Um, but it's just so much of the unknown has made me just not even want to leave the house. Yeah, because that's what I was going to ask you. I mean, a lot of people believe that if you got it, that you're going to have some superpower. You don't believe that. I don't know. And I'd rather take caution on the side of it could happen until I get confirmation. And everywhere that I've read and looked, you know, it, you, you see cases of people. You know, I have a good friend that, that said he had it twice. And just knowing that, I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. That I'm was enough. You said one time was enough. Listen, I don't ever want, I don't want my worst enemy to go through what I went through. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I read that you had actually, before you knew that you had uh, COVID-19, you went to visit your mom, who's in that room. Oh, yeah. Like, as soon as I came back from my last show, mm -hmm. I went to go visit my mom. And I had friends that had come over. Um, and my mom's 92 years old. So, and I'm, I'm probably more terrified of her being confined, but to realize that the potential that I could have gave that to my mom, you know, you'll lose sleep over stuff like that. So, uh, you know, I, I, like I said, I think the scariest thing about all of this is you don't, you don't know. Yeah. You don't yeah. know. I mean, and you know, it would be some level of comfort. That's why I think, I'm kind of freaking out watching them open beaches and things like that. I'm kind of like, listen, that's not good. Yeah. That is not a good look. Yeah. I understand that people are cramped up in the house and, you know, and frustrated. I'd rather be cooped up in the house and frustrated than not here. Yeah. And I think a lot of businesses are so frustrated because they're not making any money and they could lose everything. And that's the, that's the, the big issue. But uh, I mean, and so now you're moving forward, you feeling good, just your message to folks, especially people who may be asymptomatic. I mean, wandering around here, infecting their whole household, just your thoughts on that. I, I, I have a friend of mine who unfortunately lost her grandmother in a nursing home yes. that had more to do with a lot of the employees of the nursing home are young kids mm -hmm. that go out and have no symptoms just because you don't have any symptoms don't mean that you're not a carrier and that you can take this back to some of your your loved ones who are more compromised um and 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 you know and it scares me you know because it's an unknown killer it's an invisible killer that you don't realize that you could be carrying you know it doesn't have to affect you you can infect somebody else and the best way to deal with this is just stay in the house and let's let this ride through. 
Yeah, I saw your hashtag. Uh, hashtag stay your ass at home. Keep your ass in the house. <laughs> stay it, it, keep it in the house. I mean, because that's the big thing. Uh, I wanted to tell you to, also, there's a group of black doctors out here doing tests at black churches. Um, the, because I, I, the disparities are real. I mean, any of your thoughts on how this COVID-19 is hitting our community? Um, you know, unfortunately, unfortunately, the recession doesn't hit our community. Like we don't, you know what I mean? Like our community is in a, a, a place that when people talk about the recession, no one in the hood understands what the recession is because the recession is always in the hood. Mm. So they're always the one that have to go to work when, go to work when they're sick and, and braid the elements. Unfortunately, this is something that there are a lot of people that are still working and have to work you know, because of their situation. And that is predominantly in our neighborhoods. Yeah. And that's pretty much why it's, you know, it's so high. You know, the, the, the video that I got of 100 kids on a basketball court playing yeah. basketball in the middle of this kind of lets you know that they do not believe that they are affected by this. And that's the scary thing because they are, you know, if it's not, you know, directly them being sick, it's them giving it to someone else. Yeah, yeah. And hopefully, what do you, what, what do you want you sharing your story to do for, our, for this community of folk who are at the basketball courts, who are ignoring uh, this social distancing guidelines? Well, I mean, I think that if, if we at least understand you may not feel bad, you may not believe that you have it, but you could potentially be a carrier and you can take this to your mom, your dad, your grandmother. If you don't do it for yourself, do it for your siblings. Yeah. Yeah. Amen to that. And so will you be doing more DJ parties on IG? Yes. Listen, every Saturday I'm doing something called the magnificent house party to practice social distancing hashtag, keep your ass in the house. Because if I can make people dance in their kitchen while you making a sandwich and having a good time for a few hours to keep people in the house, then that's exactly what I'm going to do. Amen. And so where can people follow you? Um, you can follow me at DJ Jazzy Jeff. And that's basically across the board. That's DJ Jazzy Jeff on Facebook. That's DJ Jazzy Jeff on Instagram, DJ Jazzy Jeff on Twitch, DJ Jazzy Jeff on YouTube. You know, I'm just, you know, like I said, we're all in the house. We all have to make the best, out of the situation. So if I could play some music and that's kind of, you know, I was sitting here, you know, 40 minutes ago and was like, you know what? I think I'm gonna go live at three, at 12 o'clock just to see if I can get some people, you know, to brighten up their day, brighten up their day, give them something to do, something to listen to for a quick 30 minutes. You know, like we all have to do our part. Mm -hmm. And because I play music and make people have a good time, you know, I'm gonna include that in my part. Wonderful. And as we wrap this up, I feel like COVID-19, this crisis is creating innovation. Is there, oh. do you see it as a silver, is there a silver lining to all of this? Oh, it absolutely is. It absolutely is. It's, you know, um, last Saturday, you know, when, when I played for everybody, I had 350,000 live viewers mm -hmm. on Facebook. I have never in my life 
played for 350,000 people. So to realize that I can sit home and share music with people, it's almost bringing a, a community of us together. You know, watching pictures of the LA skyline and you can see clouds because there's no smog. So there's yeah. absolutely a silver line in, in, in all of this. And to realize that we're all learning to do things that we've never done before. We're learning to be videographers. We're learning to, you know, social content. We, you know, you're learning innovation. You know, you're catching up on TV shows. You know, there's always a good and a bad side to it. Um, and I think one great side of this is think about how much we're going to appreciate outside in nature when we can go out. And look, everybody says, when they open outside again, I'm going to be so happy. Yeah, yes. and the earth is clear. The earth is, is healing right now because we're all in our houses. So with that, I want to say I love ending things on a positive note. So DJ Jazzy Jeff, thank you so much for sharing your story. And I thank hope you. that this helps other people. Thank you Please, so please, stay in the house. Stay in the house. I don't care if they tell you it's okay to go out. Follow the majority. If the majority of people are saying this ain't cool, don't go outside. Yeah, yeah. If not for you, for your grandma, for your mama, sibling. Right. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking the time. I All right. It. This has been a Flashpoint Extra. Flashpoint is KYW's weekly public affairs show. It airs every Saturday night at 9.30 and every Sunday morning at 8.30 on 1060 AM on your radio dial. You can also listen at kywnewsradio.com. Please subscribe to the podcast on all platforms. All you have to do is search Flashpoint and don't forget to rate and review. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Flashpoint host, Cherry Gregg.